right, here we go. It is episode 27 of the Aji's podcast. Harry Mays, Jason Bertitas. And right before we come live, Harry goes, oh, God, I got to pull that off. Jeez. Nah, <laughs> well, that's why this podcast is called what it's called. Yeah. Because I don't know how many times a day in my private life, you know, just all by myself, wandering around the house doing stuff, uh, do I utter the phrase, ah, jeez. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> just everywhere. Then for good reason, like yeah. a lot of that is just preparing the program here right? or just in general conversation, which is a great thing. Um, Harry, let's, let's start with telling people about parks and telling people about the Phillies because about six weeks ago, if you'd have jumped on the Bet Parks app and bet the Phillies futures, you'd be in a really good position right now and feeling good about your bet. Yeah, you would. And, you know, uh, uh, you know, Bryce Harper goes down a couple of weeks ago. He gets hit by that pitch in San Diego uh, from Snell. And you'd think that they would have just fallen off the map. They're actually eight and six since that happened. I mean, they're, they're staying above water. Uh, you got the all-star break coming up in another week. They're heading north of the border. And we got some issues there that we'll talk about today. Uh, but this Phillies team, you know, it's, it's funny because I said that I haven't watched any baseball. Uh, the last time that we recorded, which was, what, two weeks ago now. Since Hi Harper has gone down, I've actually tuned in to about five or six of their games over this 14-game so stretch. So the yeah. guy on the marquee is not playing, and right. now you're tuned in. But when the guy on the marquee and the MVP is playing, you're not watching. Well, it wasn't like I was intentionally not watching uh, because of him. Right. I like Bryce Harper, okay? Yeah, I, was, I, I was for him coming here. And I thought it was a great move. Um, but no, it's the NBA and the NHL playoffs are now gone. Okay. Uh, so I, I am, I've got some empty spaces in my nighttime television viewing calendar. And I'm filling it with a little bit of baseball. I got to be honest. I'm flipping by the wife goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's baseball. I said, yeah, I'm going to, I'm starting to pay attention to it. Uh, and what did okay. she say? Jeez. Ah, ah, <laughs> She's like, haven't you had enough of this sports thing? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, man. Yeah. It, it, they've been, it's been crazy because of how much better they've been since Girardi's been gone. I know. It really is. I mean, was this guy, guy really the plug that was screwing everything up? Mike, and a plug, nice hockey term that you threw yeah. in there. We got a little hockey to discuss today, the Flyers with their draft and free agency, trades, and, and the like. But, yeah, nice plug. I love that word. Yeah, I knew, I knew you would. <laughs> that and pigeon. Pigeon, <laughs> yeah. Whenever yeah. I hear plug and pigeon, I think of our old buddy Pat Egan. Yeah, Why well, he is, is both of those. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he, he texted me, I guess it was on Sunday, and said, can you play tomorrow night at, like, 730? And I, and I remember. I sent back my response was simple. No, I'm retired. Oh, so <laughs> I've hung I? up. I've hung up pads. Okay, we didn't so, have a press conference or anything. Well, yeah, but but I mean, like you could have played. Are you sort of like is it free agency in uh, night men's league? Like guys can just sort of show up and play for whatever team they want. Yeah, well, for goalies, yeah, because oh, you, okay. you just need a sub at at from time to time. Oh, so, so goalies are like kickers in football. You can just yeah. sort of pick one up, use them for a game, and then uh, put them back on the waiver wire. Yeah. Oh, so he right. said, my team at Oaks might need a goalie tomorrow night. Are you around? I said, I'm retired for now. And he goes, we're talking low-level C, not the pros you're used to. And I said, retired is retired. 
<laughs> and I said, plus, I'd rather play at a high level so some donkey doesn't hit me in the head with a puck that he doesn't know where it's going. And he goes, see you at 7.30. <laughs> well, you didn't go, though, did you? No, God no. damn it, no. I Jeez. don't play that crap. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, you couldn't get – that's one thing you could not get a line on. Was no. My, was, beer, was Pat Egan's C-League Beer League team at Oaks <laughs> this week. But you can on everything else, tennis. Yep. Uh, Golf. We got a big yeah, major, yeah. the final major of the year this year, the Open Championship this week. Uh, wow. Patrick Cantlay plus 2,200 at Parks and Jordan Spieth plus 1,600 to win uh, are two that I like on the Bet Parks app. And I'm looking at those right now, as you okay. can see right there. So you got the see? final major. Yep. You got the remainder, the, the second half of the baseball season and right, right into, a, you know, the, the pennant races and everything else. Right. And then, boom, and you're going to football in there. But, but geez, football's in there going to be there before you know it. We're right I around know. the corner. Right around the corner. And last I looked, nobody is being denied entry into the open championship that is qualified for vaccination status. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, it's amazing. So like field. If you're representing Live Golf and you're the CEO of Live, you can't come to the champions dinner and eat and cavort with all the former champions like you know, Greg Norman was denied. But it had nothing to do with his vaccination status. All right. I can report that. All right, so we're not vaccine shaming the PGA right. Tour. We're just doing that for Major League Baseball and yeah, and tennis. And te that's Djokovic very true. will not be allowed apparently to the U.S. Open because yeah. he's unvaccinated. He had the same issue when he was going over. Was it the Australian Open? I think, I think the Australian that. Open. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he recently, of course, won Wimbledon last weekend. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, get on the Bet Parks app, check it out, navigate it, and get ready for football. But uh, use the baseball season as well and all the futures and everything else. It's all their player performances, same game parlays, you name it. Uh, check out the Bet Parks app and use the promo code Jason750, JASO750, and that's going to get you a $750 risk free bet. Terms and conditions do apply. So download the app today. Uh, some conditions do apply, like I said. And you need to be present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. So you have the team not able to travel to Toronto, Harry. Well, it's uh, Ramuto Nola who pitched last night anyway. He wouldn't have been pitching in Toronto for this mini series yeah. anyway. So that's kind of a non issue. But Bohm also apparently is unvaccinated and he dislocated his finger last night in the finale in St. Louis. He thought it was broken. Apparently, according to the manager, it's a dislocation. They popped it back in. Uh, no, no reason to know how, you know, how long this might keep him out, if at all after the Toronto series and then Gibson, one of the other pitchers. So uh, the, the big thing is Raul Muto, you know, not being able to play. And of course, you know, he's sending out videos, you know, uh, sort of standing up for his decision-making. And I have no issue with his decision not to do it. Uh, there are, you know, consequences and, if, you know, you know, I, I just don't understand how you can't, you know, if, if all these guys are, are not ill and they're not, well, testing, or they're still alive they still, at this are they point, still getting tested. Yes. You know, because these athletes were getting tested like every day, you mm -hmm. know, for months on end. OK. And, you know, he ha he hasn't had covid recently. Uh, you know, there's no you know, just test him. And if he's fine, why shouldn't he be allowed into the country? It's just preposterous to me that this exists. Yeah, that this is still existing. Right. Yeah. At this point. I mean, um, and look, we'll see if it costs the Phillies in any way, shape or form. Like you said, yeah. Nola mitigated it because he would pitch was pitching right just before the mini series anyway right they and, lost and, last night 
Yeah, maybe it's Bohm mitigating it too, that because he dislocates the finger sliding in the second. Right. Um, but I mean, I guess the thing that only thing that's worrisome here is if they got into a playoff series and they were facing a team like Toronto, it would be the World well, Series. Well, that would be obviously. the World Series. Yeah, yeah but I mean, well, that would be crossed, the only thing. We crossed that bridge when we came to it. Yeah, and, and we got to that bridge before with the Phillies taking on Toronto in the World Series. Yeah, well, they, yeah, what was that, 1993? Yeah, when yeah. Carter hit the bomb. Right. And uh, Joe Morris, I mean, you had that team with Morris. And, oh, unbelievable. They were so good. Who was the uh, the third baseman on that team? Cito oh, Gaston was the manager. Oh, you're talking Who, about the Blue Jays? Yeah, was that Paul? Uh, it's not Molitor. Was it Molitor? I think he was Molitor, on that but, team. Was he? I think so. I mean, he was Molitor the, on that was, team? Wasn't Molitor, was he was with the Brewers, the he Twins, might have been with the and the Brewers Blue Jays? Yeah. You know. Why are we going back there? I don't know. I was just thinking about the Blue Jays, and I didn't feel like talking about vaccines anymore. Oh, okay. Well, I just think it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like at this well, point that we're still talking about this yeah. and not allowing, you know, these athletes who are finely tuned machines that have been tested, you know, left and right and, uh, you know, not into certain countries to compete. It just seems ridiculous to me. Yeah. And, it, you know, obviously it'll become a pretty big story on the radio and those things. And I, I don't even really want to give it much more air, that part of it, because I think it is ridiculous. I mean, at the point that we're at talking about it. I mean, we know what we're talking about here, so let's, let, let's move on. But the Phillies have been very good. Harry's watching baseball. That's yeah. the big takeaway from the beginning of the program. Right. Um, and also talk- my new look. Yeah. Seriously. What do you think about my new going? look? So you went the new hairstyle, Harry. What's that called again? The hard part? Well, it's a hard part is what they call it. They'd actually take uh, the style. Yeah, growing hair is the hard part for me. Well, agreed, but they, <laughs> The stylist will take the clipper and actually shave a part into your head. Oh, that makes it easy. That's a no work part. Right. And it's just, you know, it's sort of a separation of church and state. You got the buzzed side here with the zero or the one, you know, uh, clipper. And then at top, it's a little bit longer, but it's, you know, nicely quaffed. And it's very easy to maintain. And I find it kind of looks better with a little bit of facial hair. Yeah. And I got to tell you, Harry, it's a little James Hetfield-ish looking. You think so? A little bit of the flip in the front going on there. It, yeah, it's, it's kind of what Headfield rocks these really? days. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. good. Hardwired to um, self-destruct there. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah. man. Yeah, it's kind of a Headfield thing. You wouldn't think that's a Headfield thing, huh? No. But it is. I wouldn't think so. All yeah. right. Good. Now, did, did you see, did I show you the uh, the dirty Harry gun for killing bugs I have here, huh? What is that, a forty-four Magnum bug killer? You know what? I didn't even buy it. So I get this package that comes one day addressed to me yeah. and I open it up and it's this. It's the the bug killer gun, the salt gun. Yeah. Bruno and, had one of those back. Is in that the right? Day. He had yeah. the Uzi, though, or the yeah. bazooka. <laughs> I think he yeah, he had like the laws rocket. It was one of those things you had to put it on your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> like a bazooka. Um, but so I'm looking at this box and inside there's extra co2 there's extra of the like the little cartridges that are right here and right that have the solar and i'm like where the hell did this come from and i hadn't worked it wasn't when i was doing the radio show and i'm thinking because sometimes we would just get shit sent to us right right and hope unsolicited yeah yeah right. i'm going well, who the hell is this and i look them up on twitter and all this stuff and i don't see anything 
Well, my next door neighbor was like, I thought you would like one. Mm. So he ordered one for oh. me, paid for it and everything. That's a nice neighbor. Yeah. So I was blasting bugs last night. I was like, I mean, this is like a dirty Harry go with is. a long barrel. Yeah. It's so like a 44 me, Magnum. Yeah. So Most tell me, bug, hand do you feel lucky? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, like, what kind of bugs? Are we talking like spotted lantern flies? The Chinese? I don't see those anymore. Fly? I do. I still, still got a couple that? on my back deck. And uh, they'll come up on my screen, on my sliding glass door that comes out from my kitchen onto my deck. So what I do is I open up the, the glass port part of it. And then I get my Windex bottle and I squirt them uh, and then they, they fall off and, and they, yeah. they're like laying on the deck going like this. Yeah. It's awesome. They didn't like the soapy water either. We used to no. do the soapy water on them as well. Right, right. I, I haven't seen any of this year. We were just talking about that the other day, but um, no, I'm just talking like the, you know, your general house fly or spider or moth or, or what I tend to hunt okay. pretty regularly at this point. So I'm walking out the back door of the garage the other night and not the garage door, but the, the actual door. And I get just tangled in the spider. And I look up and there's this, just this, I mean, he is a, a knock. This spider is huge. Oh, really? So I go in and I'm like, I go, oh, let's get Evan. And I get the, I get the 30 Harry gun out. I go, you, I go, you want to blow this thing out? And he's like, sure. So I'm like, get close and everything. And he gets like right near it. Like, like maybe like point blank. Four, yeah. 14 inches and missed. He missed. <laughs> I don't know if I had a, if he caught a blank. In the salt rock, I'm like, how did you miss? It's like missing a penalty shot. Yeah, it, it's like missed the net. It, but this thing's like a shotgun. It's like you know, buckshot. Right, it's scatter shot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. And I hate so to do it. I'm like, give me that thing, and I just went, Poof, and the thing just went. Poof. <laughs> I go, oh, we'll see that spider no more. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, we uh, we lost him too this past week. Yeah, we've lost a couple of guys. We lost Jimmy Kahn, who, of course, said the line, oh, Paulie, won't see him no more. Right, from right. From the Godfather. Right, right. James Kahn, of course. Yeah, yeah. Sonny. And then we right. also lost Paulie and Paulie from The Sopranos in Tony Sirico. Pony, Paulie Walnuts, of course. Yes. And he was, what was he, in his 70s, I believe? I think he might have even been in his 80s. No, nah, I don't think he was made he it. Was he still in his 80. 70s? I think he was in his 70s, yeah. Okay. But he had a good run. Yeah, he was, you know, damn Harry. Was he, I think he was the best TV, like a non main character, mm-hmm. a regular cast character, but not a main character. Right. In a TV show, the best character I've ever watched. I thought he was fucking well, hilarious. Well, he was, uh, but doesn't those like HBO shows, like the Sopranos types, the wire and things like they're kind of in their own category. Like I can't come you know, like compare those to like characters from Seinfeld or Cheers or some of these great regular yeah. TV shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right. Even like ER, like the dramas or, mm-hmm. you know, St. Elsewhere, you can't because there's different there's different playing rules. Yeah. The, because of the FCC compliance and all of that. So but I mean, he was he, he was, was my so favorite good. on the on the Sopranos outside of Tony. He's I mean, he stole the scene almost every time, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, T. I love the way he called yeah. it T. <laughs> but just, and just the way he said everything. Right. Get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> Get the your whole ear thing. checked. Yeah. Yeah. Get, <laughs> hey, go downstairs to the ear, nose, and throat doctor and get your hearing checked. <laughs> you know? But like, like dumb and yeah. ignorant, but funny. Fu- uh, funny. Unintentionally as hell. funny. 
Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's what made him great. And, yeah. you know, the whole everything from the white shoes and the sweatsuits to the, the way he wore a suit. He yeah. nailed it, man. That's I, I'm bummed out that Tony Sirico passed away. He I tell you, awesome. me too. But I tell you, the one scene that disturbed me the most that he was heavily involved with. Oh, can I guess it? Yeah, go ahead. Well, it's it's one of two. It's All the right. one where he's just sitting in his room watching cartoons and laughing out loud in Boca when him and no. Tony are lambing it. No. Or when he strangles his mom's friend for the money under the bed. That's a bad one, too, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Hmm. I'm thinking of the one where he went over and beat the crap out of the lawnmower guy. Oh. Remember that? Yeah, because he was infringing on Sal Vitro's territory. Right. And he, he stole broke his the lawnmower. guy's arm, didn't he? No, that was actually not him who broke the arm. Oh, it was That was actually Feech LaManna. Oh. <laughs> who pulled up in the caddy character. yeah, yeah. who of course was robert um loja yeah robert loja loja who was in scarface scarface of course yeah um and yeah he went over and crazy like a fox yep he kicked those, he kicked the shit out of uh the the lawn guy yeah um who was on that yeah salvitro was the lawn guy he was walking around with the thing oh. and paulie was trying to get trying to get his territory back, and he went in to see Feech at his bakery. Okay. And Feech goes, now get the fuck out of here! You know the way he talked when he got yeah. mad? Yeah. So great. Uh, which yours is yours, which well, nobody's is nobody's. It's <laughs> you funny know. you brought up the bakery, because that was one of the uh, Christopher scenes that I didn't like, when he went into the bakery and shot that kid. Yeah. Remember? Shot him in the foot. He was yeah. kind of the what happened to him right. in... In uh, Goodfellas. In Goodfellas. Spider. Shot in the dog. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dead spider. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Now it makes sense. Yes. Solve the world problem. So, well, yeah, we lost uh, two two big uh, acting legends to me. Yeah. And uh, James Kahn and Paulie Walnuts. James Kahn was good in the program. He was. That was a great football movie. Underrated. Yeah. Omar Epps was great in that movie, too. When he had to carry the ball around everywhere because he had fumble mm-hmm. problems. And everybody yeah. was always trying to, he'd be like falling asleep in class and somebody would try and knock it out. Uh-huh. That was <laughs> almost like a like a Tom Coughlin move or something that yeah. he would have done with Tiki Barber back in the day. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, um, that was a good movie, though. That movie, there was some controversy when that movie came out because the guys that were laying down on the road. Mm-hmm. And um, people were doing that and a couple of people got killed, I guess. Or Is that right? Know. So they removed that scene from the movie. Yeah. A lot like of that was filmed ritual. down in South Carolina at the University of South Carolina. Oh, is that right? A lot of those football. Yeah, the scenes were were shot there at uh, where the Gamecocks play. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Lo- I always I remember. I think it was probably 92, 93 when that came out. It was a good movie. It was good. Um, so the Flyers made big news, Harry. Yeah, they did. And they made an acquisition. Of course, they had the draft last week, last Thursday. Was yeah. the first round. I think Cutter the first Gauthier. round. Yeah. Um, he's a big kid, man. I think he's gonna end yeah. up being, I like the pick. I didn't I didn't know I'm not a draft guy. Right, so I don't right. pretend like like I've watched uh So you're you not know, following the, the junior leagues in uh in Canada. I don't have time for that. No. I don't have time for that. I, I watch the NHL, I cover the NHL. Yeah. I, I try and read up on it as best I can and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also have three kids. And a shitload of stuff to do. You got bugs to shoot too. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly yeah. right, Har. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, you look at it, and I'm not one of those guys. I can't sit there and watch it. I'm not going to pretend mm-hmm. like I watch the Swedish Elite League right. on my internet to know who this guy is. A lot of people like to pretend about like that to do that. Right. I'm not one of those people. I don't watch it. Well, it's kind of like some of the people that bitch and moan about the Eagles draft picks that have never watched a a down of college football. Yeah, Yeah. because they're bitching because somebody else wrote that it was the wrong thing to do. Right, right. And it's not their own opinion. It's a regurgitation of another opinion. Right. But, you know, in reading about Cutter Gauthier, and I had a chance to talk with him on draft night and um, looking at the skill set and looking at everything. I mean, it looks like a nice pick, but who knows? I mean, you're drafting kids. Right. Well, he's he's going to go to college, right? Yeah, he's going to BC next year. Right, Boston College. So he's a minimum. How many years do they have to, if they decide to go to college, how many years do they have to stay? Well, he can stay for only one. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So and he can basically leave as soon as the hockey season parts over. It's like, yeah, I, the classes were great and everything, but I know there's so a month. So it's not like baseball, where if they decide to go to college, I think they got to stay three years. Yeah, definitely not like that. Okay. No. All right. No, he All can right. go there one year, and then he's eligible to be able to play for the Phantoms too, because okay. he's not in the CHL. He doesn't have to go back to junior. So, um, and he was a winger, but I think they're going to use him as a center. Didn't they draft him with the idea of him being a center? Yeah, and he and he said he likes playing the middle a little bit more because he can control the game a little more from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he's able to play center, I mean, that's even more valuable as a player. Right. So. But I mean, they're predicting a pretty fast path for him to the to the show, so we'll see if if he gets there pretty quickly. Um, I talked to him the night after the draft, and I'm like, you know, his in his bio, he was born in Sweden. So I right. was wondering, you know, why he was in Michigan at the universe at the U.S. national team development program and the U.S. citizenship. So I asked him. I said, so how did you get your U.S. citizenship if you were born in Sweden? What's What's the story behind that? And he said, my mom is born and raised in Reading. Reading, PA? Yes. Oh, no way. That's where I'm from. I go, immediately, you got to get a Cutter Gauthier jersey because of that hair. Oh, yeah. So mom lived in Reading. His dad was a goalie that traveled all over the world, including the Swedish Elite League when Cutter was born, Uh but played for, I think, three weeks or a month for the Reading Royals of the, the Royals. East Coast League. Yeah. That's when he, I mean, literally was there, I think, three weeks or a month. Okay. Met his mom. They started dating. And boom, the rest is history. There you go. I think it's the Sovereign Center up there in Reading. The Reading yeah. Royals in their purple and black uniforms. Yep. How about that? Yeah. So a little pit stop in Reading and at the Pagoda on the yeah. his, uh, hockey career. There's a lot of hot chicks up there around Reading. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you make a pit stop there. You know, you never know. You might end up staying the rest of your life. Yeah. I dated you a girl know? from Exeter. I remember. Well, of course. Exeter right outside Township. Of yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. So they get Cutter Gauthier. But really the big news, the most polarizing news was that they ended up making a trade with the Kings. The rights. Yeah, with the Canes for for Tony, for a local guy out of Sewell, New Jersey, but really lives mm-hmm. in South Philly. Right, Tony D'Angelo comes in, and he has divided the fr- fan base further than it was divided before. Her. Is that right? Oh. Now, is this because Mike Sealski wrote a column about it and doesn't like the move, or what? Flyer fans do not read Mike Sealski. Oh, okay. <laughs> assure you of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's his back? What's his background? Because I don't know a whole lot about him. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't know much about him. He, you know, he was actually drafted 
by Steve Eiserman and the Lightning. They moved on pretty quick. He was drafted 19th overall in the first round. What sent what year? to Arizona? How long ago? Uh, 2014. Okay, all right. So he's only 26. Yeah, yeah. So he was sent to Arizona, and then mm-hmm. Arizona sent him to the New York Rangers, where he really kind of flourished. Now, in his junior career, he was suspended for a racial slur uh, said to a teammate during okay. a game. All right. <clears throat> I think it was an Asian kid that was on his team. I don't know the whole story. All right. Um, but he made his way to the New York Rangers and started to have some real success. I mean, under some- what coach? Uh, with the Rangers, I guess that was under Dan Quinn. Okay. All right. His last year certainly was. Because um, he, he played three years for the Rangers. I have to look back. I think it's, I'm pretty sure all three years are Dan Quinn. Mm. Um, I mean, had some really big years, but the this last year, he only played six games. They sent him home. He got into a fight. There was some other issues with him being very outwards, outwardly spoken about being a Trump supporter and about oh my. social media. Oh, he did forget a, it. He did a right-wing podcast that wasn't okay. like sports or hockey-related. Okay. And he got into a fight with Georgiev, who was the backup goalie in New York, to Shosturkin. Yeah. There was an, en- an end of a game where there was a miscommunication between him and Georgiev. He was a defenseman. It was an overtime. Mm-hmm. You know, how to play the puck or where to put it or whatever. And it ended up in the back of the net. They lost mm-hmm. the game. And those two on the way and after the game in the tunnel were talking about the uh, miscommunication and yeah. got into an argument. Okay. So they were basically pissed. Like, what, basically probably saying, like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you not giving right. it to me up the wall? Or, you know, where did you go? This you probably know? happens a hundred times a week in the NHL. All the time. Right. And they get into a scrap. Georgiev pops him. That's the last straw for D'Angelo. He gets sent home mm-hmm. and clears waivers, blah, blah, blah. And eventually last year he signs with um, Carolina, Carolina, kind of on a last-ditch effort to save your career and be on best behavior. And he was. Mm-hmm. was there for the year, had 51 points, which would have been the second-leading scorer on the Flyers, had a great season, and was a restricted free agent. Flyers traded for him. Okay. So, so what's the real problem here? He got into a beef with Gorgiev? Well, the that fact is, that he's a right wing guy that and, you know, everybody's, you know, he, he said something when he was I think he was 18. Yeah. And got got suspended for a racial slur. So uh-huh. the leap for everybody is, is so that he's a he racist. Is a racist. Yes. Oh, OK. He yeah. was asked that question point blank in his uh, introductory press conference. That's how it works these days. Right. Yes. OK. Uh, D'Angelo. Now, give me another D'Angelo. Uh, famous, another famous D'Angelo. Yes. Mm. Beverly D'Angelo. That's, that's the first one that you would think of. Not Beverly D'Angelo. Of yeah. Course, of the vacation movies. She's yeah. Okay, she great. Cans, oh, she was gorgeous back <laughs> in the day in the eighties and nineties. Oh yeah. Oh, in man. the vacation movies, she had great cans. Well, I, I'm sure she still does. Yeah. Uh, well, she was know. in, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, what was the show with uh, Vincent Chase? Why can't I think of it? I don't know. Vincent the HBO Chase. show about why can't I think? I can't believe I can't think of the name of the show. I don't know. It was one of the biggest shows ever. Really? Yes, with uh, Ari Gold. Oh, uh, yeah. I never <laughs> it's watched Entourage. Entourage. God damn it. Yeah, I'm losing I, I my fucking mind. She was in that. She was in that. Yeah, she was in that. She was okay. um, one of the uh, rival yeah, agency it. owners to okay. Ari. How'd she look in that? Older. 
Well, of course, but I mean, you know, you can look older and look good. Look at me. Yeah, she looked good. Well, she did look good, um, but you know, not as not as dialed in as in her heyday hair. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she kind of let it go a little bit. Yeah, it looked like it was let go a little bit. Maybe. All right. Well, sometimes that's okay. Yeah. You know, that was the yeah. first one I think of, the Beverly D'Angelo. All right, well, that's a good one. What about D'Angelo, the R&B singer? I don't know this uh, R&B From singer. Brown Sugar fame back in the mid-'90s. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh. I certainly don't know it from the mid-'90s. Great, great tune. Is that right? Good, really good album. I want to say 95, 96 era. Uh, kind of a similar guy to Maxwell. You remember Maxwell who came out no. in the late-'90s, I want to say? Had a big Harry, hit. At that come point, on, Harry, I'm I'm working in rock radio, and I am buried in the metal. Oh, come on. You, you got to branch out. <laughs> I do. Seriously. Well, you know, you know the metal, you know what that can do? That can tend to lead you to not be able to fall asleep, Harry. Oh, that's, well, that's true. <laughs> that's called cool. And if you're having trouble sleeping, we have got the perfect solution. It's called SOM. Have you heard about this, Jason? Not the by SOM. No, not by SOM. <laughs> but you do want to buy some, okay? Yes. But not buy some, the broadcaster legend from days gone by. But I'm talking about the scientifically advanced SOM stack, Jason. It includes ingredients that are naturally found in your body, a healthy diet, and green tea. SOM addresses sleep issues from three, three different angles, providing a more comprehensive solution. It begins with targeted nutrition to support your body's own natural sleep-regulating cycle. SOM also relaxes the mind, preparing the brain to transition smoothly from wake to sleep. Finally, SOM provides the signal to sleep, facilitating the natural process of generating deep, restorative sleep. Want to know more? Take a peek at the supplement facts. What's not in Psalm is it just as important as what's in it. That's why they made Psalm non-GMO, product verified, FDA compliant, drug free, vegan, gluten free, allergen free, non-habit forming, free of artificial colors, flavors, and preservatives. To get some. That's, uh, that's what you got to do. You go to getsom.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-M.com. Click shop and at checkout, enter the code G's, J-E-E-Z. I've had troubles falling asleep for years. Is like, that right? Oh, it's just, I, I'm a night guy. Like you get up early, I get up right. late. And my wife, she gets up at, you know, the crack of dawn and has mm -hmm. no problem. I've always had a hard time getting to bed. Yeah. I don't know why, like nighttime, I'm more like curious as to what is on TV, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. And just, I always stay up late. Right. I've always been, wished I was one of those people that got up early and got yeah. the day started. I feel like I'm chasing the day and other people are ahead of it sometimes. Well, you're like on the rock and roll calendar still from days gone by. They, they stay yeah. up late. You're out in the clubs, you know, listening to music, playing music, and then it takes a while to decompress. It's a good point. To, you know? Yeah. I'm And I'm, I've always been a guy that sleeps in, and I'm seeing it now, like, with my son. He's got the same trait. Ooh. Like, at this time of year, when with no school, he, he'll sleep all day. Oh. Like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 2.30, I'm waking him up. Wow. Like, dude, you got to get it. You have 
got to get out of that. <laughs> See, I'd get up to deliver the papers at five o'clock in the morning when I was in high school. But then, mm-hmm. you know, in the summer, I'd go back to bed mm-hmm. and then, you know, maybe get up at 10, 11 o'clock and then, you know, start my day. Yeah. But, well, yeah. he just started his first job yesterday. What What is my the son. job? He's working at the Colonial Village. Uh, it's a deli and butcher shop. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, I think Colonial's got like four of them in the area. Okay. Uh, you know, local company. So he What's goes he doing? in. He goes in at like four with him and another kid like that are his four. age, at fifteen, and they basically clean, take all the trash out, clean the butcher shop out yep. to make sure it's disinfected. All that. I mean, it, it's you know. It's an entry level job into the world. Sure. And it's one of the cleanest environments you'll ever see is a butcher shop. Yes. A good butcher shop, man, you walk in there, it just smells clean. You just know yeah. like Bleach. everything every yeah, exactly. Yes. How he I smelled mean. when I picked him up last night, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh man, you smell like bleach. <laughs> and he's soaking wet. And I'm like, How was it? And he's like, I liked it. We had fun. Nice. And you know, work and uh, you taking out big uh Big barrels of trash and mm-hmm. sweeping the floors and cleaning the butcher shop and taking apart the meat slicers in the deli yep. to clean those. I mean, clean all the blades. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, gotta get gotta that stuff clean. razor thin, man. Yeah. So yeah. the pursuit. I'm proud of them. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta cut the gabagool <laughs> over here. <laughs> but get some.com and the, uh, the code is G's J E E Z. There you go. There you go. Um, so, the Flyers get D'Angelo free agency this week. Johnny Drogue could be is I think certainly in the equation. They have to shed some money. Yeah. Um, by the way, how much money st- do they have? Not not much. A couple really? mil. Oh boy. <laughs> and they need about ten. Mm. So you got to shed JVR and probably Oscar Lindblom, which is ten total. Mm. Which is maybe doable, but there's. So do you think that's what's going to happen? They're going to make that move and, and bring in Johnny Hockey. Yeah, I don't necessarily agree with it. Right. Because I don't like spending nine and a half million dollars on a winger. Right. I don't want to spend assets, whether it's a draft pick or prospect, with JVR just to get some team to take his last year of his contract. Right. You know, they gave up three picks for this D'Angelo guy, didn't they? Yeah, they were all in different years, though. Right. A second, so, third, and a fourth, I think. Yeah. So the, 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 they gave up a third this year, mm-hmm. or no, a third next year. They have three third round picks, though. And okay. it's the whatever the lowest of their third round picks is. All right, so that's like not worst bad. last. Um, they gave around a fourth round pick, I think, in two years, or the fourth round pick was this year, and then a second round pick next year. So okay, they gave up uh, three picks, but in different years. So I guess that okay. mitigates kind of mitigates when you have three picks. Yeah, right, it, right. So um, yeah, we'll see if they grab Goudreau. I mean, I think they're going to. Again, mm-hmm. again, I talked about it on Flyers podcast. I don't know that I agree with the strategy, but how old is he now? Twenty nine. Okay. That's another reason why I'm not giving a guy seven years and ten million when he's twenty nine. Yeah, and a winger. Right, right. If he's a center, then we're having a conversation. Not Kip Winger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not John Winger from Stripes. <laughs> winger Ringer. Remember yes. that? Yes, I do. Great movie. <laughs> um, so we'll see what happens there. Now, did you see that uh, D. Gunn got in A.J. Brown's crosshairs a little bit, Harry? Uh, A.J. Brown, the uh, newly minted wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, so... What did he do? 
D-Gun was doing the show with Barrett and Rob and talking about something that he heard about. I guess it was at an OTA mm-hmm. where there was a 10-play sequence where Jalen Hurts had three interceptions, three um, sacks, and so, whatever. It was just a horrible, horrible, horrible series of plays. Yeah. Okay. And that the Eagles have a lot of question marks as a result. So this got out there. <clears throat> you know, Jacob Media put it out there and kind of pushed it out that this quote, and A.J. Brown saw it, and he's like, hey, don't believe any of that. It's baloney. How's he going to get sacked three times in a seven-on-seven seven when there's no pass rushers, blah, blah, blah. So he's been You're calling. not allowed to sack him, are you? I, or is I it touch? I mean, like if they just – if the yeah. defensive comes up and just two-hand touches him, it counts as Kills a sack the play, him. right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But mm. so and apparently, you know, AJ Brown said something like waters above. Uh, I don't know what the hell he was talking about, but I think he's got maybe a screw loose and he's going to be an outspoken guy. But again, people, I mean, you see it beat writers putting out play by play oh. of every practice. OTAs. Is like, oh, my God. It's I'm one not of the there things, yet, man. And I know. And it, but it's yeah. one of the things in sports. That would never fucking needed to happen. This play by play of practice. I know. And people getting excited over a 54 yard touchdown pass in practice. Right. Or getting pissed off and and bailing on a certain player because he threw an interception in practice and judging him on it. Right. 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 Like this never needed to happen. Nobody was asking for this. No, I have concerns about Jalen Hurts, but it's not because he had a allegedly a bad 10 play sequence in a practice. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. It's because I saw him last year and I go, is this guy, if I have to ask the question, you usually know the answer. That it's mm-hmm. no. Right. You know, now we'll see. You know, they build around him and they've got, you know, like AJ Brown is, you know, he's a stud. Yeah. He's been a stud at Tennessee. He's really good in college. You know, it's maybe that's exactly addition. what they need and help, uh, you know, Devontae Smith on the other side and they can get this offense rolling. They got great, uh, you know, interior lines on the offensive and defensive front. They are stacked. So, I mean, they're built the right way. And, you mm-hmm. know, if, if, if this quarterback is going to succeed, um, you know, I think the rest of the team is built for him to either succeed or fail. Yeah, I, I think he's got the tools around him. And yeah. it's, again, it'll be a very important year for him. Yep. And you'll see where it goes. And look, maybe you're at the end of the year, you're looking for a quarterback. Who knows? Right. Who um, knows? I mean, geez, we're we're at mid-July, basically, at this point here yep. on the 12th. I mean, I guess training camp is what about two weeks away? Two uh, weeks from yeah. Some of the teams, I guess, that start early playing that Hall of Fame game, and so probably start even earlier than than the Eagles do. But yeah, we're probably within two weeks. You know, the end of July crazy. is when it, when it gets started. Wow. So, yep. That's freaking bananas that it's that it close already. Holy cow! Like we're we're at midsummer at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's uh, another summer of uh, Kevin Durant trying to hold people hostage. Yeah, you Where's want him he to come go? here? You want uh, him to come he, here? Well, he's not coming here. Well, I wouldn't want him because I think he's a bitch. <laughs> he's a great <laughs> player. He's a tremendous yeah, player. I agree, but you he know? did the ultimate bitch move in the sports. Oh, yeah. He's done it multiple times now. You know? Yeah, and he's and it looks like he's trying to pull it off again. Where mm-hmm. I mean, he was up three games to one with the Oklahoma City Thunder, right, right on right. Golden State, right. And they spit the bit in that series. They, in matter of fact, 
they're up three games to one, and they're in a situation where I think they were up 18 mm. early in the fourth quarter to close out the Golden State Warriors, and they choked it. Golden State comes back and wins, makes the series 3-2. Golden State goes on to win the round. They won't win the NBA championship. Right. What does yeah. Kevin Durant do that offseason? Opt out of his contract. And you join can't Golden beat him, State. join him. Right, yep. right, right. Uh, you know, maybe he ends up in Toronto. That seems to be the destination everybody's talking about. Is he about. vaccinated, Harry? I don't know. He better be. <laughs> or they're, they're not going to let him in. Uh, but maybe that's, that's what happens. And what happens to Kyrie Irving? Does he end up with the Los Angeles Lakers or some other team? And this whole thing, the bottom line is everybody's talking about Durant. How about the disaster that is the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah. I mean, this whole thing, you know, this is one of these super teams that was being created with Durant and Kyrie Irving. You put in Ben Simmons now. Ben Simmons goes there. He hasn't even played a game yet. And both of these guys might be out of there. Do you think it's ironic <laughs> that Ben Simmons is there? It's and awesome. they're like, get me out of here yes. before this guy's ready to play. Oh, man, it's incredible. It really well, this is, is like, you, do you see this as a problem in the NBA that they shouldn't do something to address all this movement around yeah. and control that players have? Yeah, I, I, I do. I, 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 don't, I, I don't think it's healthy for the sport uh, that, you know, that the players have this creates much no power loyalty. where they can. Yeah, they can just say, you know, yeah, I want out, you know, and, and basically pout their way or you know not play their way out of town and get get dealt and, and everybody acquiesces to this like i don't yeah. think that's i don't think that's a, a a great ingredient for a successful uh long-term view of a sport and a league yeah i agree with yeah. you and because it's like you want to invest in your team so much mm-hmm. but every if every time you invest in your team they pivot because the player wants to go somewhere else right that like you, like in Brooklyn, like they were probably getting excited, like, oh, we've got a nice like six or eight year window here mm-hmm. of some yeah. really fun basketball, right? And what did it turn out to be? About two years, and uh, they got them nowhere. Got them nowhere. Yeah, and it's it's almost like you know what with this this transfer window in college sports is now becoming yeah. that's getting out of control too. Totally agree. Uh, where, you know, you just don't even know what kind of roster you're going to have year to year, and I'm not even talking about teams that lose guys to the professional leagues early we're yeah. talking about like does anybody can just say yeah i want out uh you know i'm second i'm the second string point guard this year i'm gonna transfer yeah, you know that, that crazy. there has to be some sort of limitation on it i like the fact that 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 the kids can can decide you know if the coach leaves because that's what always would happen you'd go there because of a certain coach he'd recruit you and then all of a sudden he goes and takes a better job and you're sitting there saying hey well what do you want from me now I want out of here, you know, and you should yeah. have some of those rights, but I, there, there has to be some sort of, I think, control over it where it can't just be unlimited mayhem. Yeah. yeah. And the, cause that looks like bait and switch. Like this guy recruited me and then he left and now yeah. boom, he's gone. And you're sitting there left holding the bag. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I understand some rights for that would be in order like that part, but there's so much of this, you know, it's almost it's like the wild, wild West. It's almost today's society. Eh, I don't like this one. I'll get right. another one. You know, right. it's like, no, yeah. no why, why don't you like this one and work your way to it being good? Right. I lost. I don't like the results of this. I'm going to dispute it. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to and I'm going to go. Matter of fact, I don't like this. So I'm going to go to the competition or I'm mm-hmm. going to go somewhere else just because right. it's a path of le- less resistance. Right. And yeah, I just don't I, I don't think it breeds, you know, you know, goodwill with your fans i really don't in college or pros i don't like it i agree so um is there anything else you want to get to here on the podcast i think we hit it all 
Yeah. I mean, there's probably certainly more to hit. Did we miss but... anything? <laughs> Is the Mike McMonagle got the show sheet or what? <laughs> Mike Missinelli, he's coming up next. <laughs> no, apparently not, Harry. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Apparently, he is not coming in. Yeah. Apparently, they're well, having have they, an have they made an announcement yet? I saw some special announcement. They always have some special announcement coming out. Yeah, I know. think that the the teaser said that it's on Wednesday. I'm not positive about that, but but is it a fan fest special guest? Because that's coming up in another month, and a lot of times they they throw those out there, and then all of a sudden you find out PJ Tucker is going to be at Fan Fest. Well, it, or is it going to be like? JT Real Muto is going to be there because the Phillies will be in Toronto, but JT can't go. <laughs> so he's coming to FanFest in a hermetically sealed signing booth. Right. He's giving up his paycheck to play in the baseball game, but we're going to get a little something-something from the Fanatic. Yes. Yeah. Hey, that'd yeah, be good. Get... Hey, the fans would love to see JT. Contact him and see if we'll do 90 I mean, minutes for 1800 I'm like, great. he makes 1800 taking a dump. <laughs> JT would be great. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> Can you get Barkley to come on? <laughs> I mean, Schmidt would be great. Pete, you can reach out to Pete. Oh, he loves Pete. Oh my oh, god, I love getting Pete. On. How many times? He was classic. He was Nagin would be like, um, get Barkley on the week before. Oh, I know. Just invite him. I know. <laughs> and I did, and he came, and he didn't have to pay him. I know. So he thought it was the greatest thing oh, in the world. Best. Uh, the best. I I literally barked. I booked Barkley. Uh-huh. So that we could invite him and see if he would come for free. Right. <laughs> and he did. Yeah. Well, believe me, it wasn't free at the end of the day for oh, Xfinity Live. Oh, okay. Because okay. he, dra- he oh, drank. He drank. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's there all day, too. No, yeah. He just had the hip done. He was with the little walker. tequila. Oh, yeah. little. Loves his tequila. Um, uh, one thing Charles loves doing is putting the action down as well. Let's That's tell people right. about Bet Parks because. You know, Charles is a big hockey guy, so he likes mm-hmm. betting on the playoffs. And uh, we don't, we obviously know his prowess. Big in golf hoop. guy, too. He's probably yeah. betting the Open Championship. Matter of fact, Harry, I got a message the other day from a buddy of mine um, on a DM on Twitter, a guy that I grew up with, Ed Riddy, mm-hmm. who was his caddy down the shore for a round of golf. Is that right? He caddied for him last week. I said, great guy horrible golfer and he actually said i'm bringing it up right now he said no he's improved yeah he said no golf game is much better he shot a 94 on a very hard course is this galloway um i don't know which course it is Hmm. but he said he took it has a picture with him and he says hang him with the best hockey color guy and it's a picture of him and barkley (laughs) nice (laughs) yeah so um but baseball season's going on. Golf is going on, obviously. And uh, you can bet tennis. And you got the major this weekend. Who are the two plays you like for the uh, British Open, Harry? I took uh, Patrick Cantlay, uh, plus 2,200. And Jordan Spieth, plus 1,600 right now. Okay. Yeah. And those are the two plays. And the Open Championship will get underway coming up on Thursday. Thursday. Uh, fin- final uh, Major of the year already, if you can believe yeah. it. Early morning, too. You set your alarm early at 3 a.m. and they'll be on TV. Ooh, you don't set your alarm hour, early. Just go to bed time, late. Five-hour time difference, you know? <clears throat> yeah, I have a better chance of staying up later than getting up early. <laughs> right. Something right. like that. Right. Um, so you got the championship this weekend. Get your action in on the Bet Parks app. Uh, it's easy to navigate, easy to use, faster to win than ever before. And uh, new and existing users, use the promo code Jason750. 
and that's going to get you a risk-free bet up to $750. Wow, 750 bucks. Just put in the promo code JASON750. Again, that's new and existing users. Terms and conditions do apply. So download the app now and uh, make sure you check it out. And uh, you do need to be present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We'll announce our new partnership coming up here in a pretty right. in a coming up episode as well. Right. We got um, one more episode in July, right? And then we go back to the weekly starting in August. Is that the, yep. the way it works? Yep. We'll get back okay. into the weeklies and uh, we'll get after it. And we'll tell people about a new partnership and uh, ways to uh, consume more content from us coming up uh, in our next episode as well. Anything else, Howard? Any last words? No, nah, I think I have. I think I hit everything. You hit the quota? Yep, I did. You're did like a stadium on the side of a state highway uh, handing out tickets for speed. Yep. Did the deal of the week. We're good. Show sheet <laughs> is fully read. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching uh, episode 27 of Bet Parks presents the Odd Podcast. We'll see you next time.